It's time now to talk with Tom Austin, Austin Tax and Financial. Get 10 minutes with him. Uh, he's the guy that's going to help you with retirement strategies, financial planning, and a whole lot more. Tom, how are you this morning? I am excellent, Johnny. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great. One thing that the uh, the meteorologist didn't tell us is uh, later this week, and we were talking about this before we got on the air, was, um, you know, this weekend is going to be, what, 70s, 60s and 70s for the weekend? That's what it looks like, yeah. so I'm going to focus on that today. <laughs> yeah. Not not what it's been like the last couple of days. Very de- kind of depressing. A little, a little too gloomy, a little too rainy and cold for me. Uh, not ready for this just yet. I feel like I had a little bit of snow when I was walking to the grocery store. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a, Michigan. Yeah, not fun. Um, but let's talk about some things. Uh, recapping some of the stuff we talked about last week, we talked a little bit about inflation and the cost of just about everything going up. Just like I said, I went to the grocery store. And uh, then when I get to the register and pay, uh, paying a little more than I'd like to. That inflation being at a 40-year high and a lot of uncertainty about the future. Tom, how do you see things moving forward? And are we in a prolonged time of high inflation? Or do you see things getting better sooner rather than later? Well, John, like you said, I think uh, the American people, we're all feeling it to some degree. And, and depending on your your financial situation, some certainly more than others. Yeah. Uh, every time we you know, fill up the gas tank, go to the grocery store, soon to be, you know, we're starting to heat our homes as the weather starts to change. And that, that's going to affect a lot of people as we see heating prices go up. But, you know, like most things in our world today, you know, they're conflicting narratives, you know, on, on whether or not we're in a recession or not. You know, does that really matter? You know, whether we're technically in a recession or not, I don't think it really does because it is what it is. Right. Um, I mean, technically, it's always been that if we've had two negative quarters of growth, which we have, then we're considered to be in a recession. But what's kind of a, a little bit different this time in unemployment is usually a lagging indicator of a, a recession. And unemployment still remains pretty low. You know, all the things we talked about was coming out of COVID and and how there was a lot of, uh, you know, jobs out there and, mm-hmm. and people that were, you know, they, they're talking about, you know, people are quietly quitting their jobs. You know, so I think the, the this recession that we're either in or, or, or we're going to go into, I think we're, we're going to go into some type of recession if we're not already in one we're certainly trending in the wrong direction and these things just don't all of a sudden just disappear and fix themselves. Um, but I think it's, a, it's a little different this year, this time because of the unemployment picture and, you know, corporate uh, earnings just are, are in the process of coming out. They, they're based yeah. off of third quarter revenues. And what we've seen is, is that revenues, you know, that's money coming into companies and then your earnings are, the, you know, what's left over after all your expenses. But corporate earnings are have remained high. And at this point, the, the, the I'm sorry, the corporate revenues, but mm-hmm. the corporate earnings have also uh, appear to be pretty good. But there is a concern moving into 2023 that the, the revenues will outpace earnings, you know, as, uh, you know, people uh, start to feel the effects uh, of the economy, demand slows. You know, people right now are, are continuing to spend. Right. Um, the labor market is still strong. You know, so companies are keeping employees on at a higher cost. Um, so demand is still there. But as demand weakens, which I think is what's anticipated, uh, as interest rates continue to rise, you know, and, and cost of, you know, mortgages and uh, car purchases and, and different things, that, uh, 
as demand weakens that you'll start to see some of these companies uh, laying people off and um, you know prices that's the whole idea of, of raising interest rates and, and weakening demand is, is that prices will start to come down um, so I think that a lot of economists would suggest that moving into next year that uh, that we could be moving into a more of a recessionary period as these things start to play out with uh, the weakening of demand, increased interest rates, mm-hmm. and then the potential of uh, companies having to let people go. So I think we could be, when you say a longer as opposed to a shorter recessionary period, it all depends, I guess, how you define that. But I certainly think that moving into next year, we're going to continue to see uh, some type of a recessionary period um, depending on what happens with our election in November, could change some of the directions we go, but it's certainly not going to fix everything right off uh, the bat just from a, from an election. Absolutely, and that's a lot of stuff to be thinking about, especially with uh, you know people that are maybe still working right now. But you also uh, you know work with people, uh, a lot of people that are retired and on Social Security. And well, with people that are working, trying to make ends meet, people that are on retirement and Social Security also trying to do the same. So how does this high inflationary period affect those that are on Social Security right now? Well, they, they, it was just announced uh, this week, I believe, that uh, the uh, the COLA, which is a cost of living adjustment mm-hmm. for Social Security uh, next year, as inflation is as this high as point in four years, the COLA, the cost of living adjustment for those on Social Security, is going to be the highest increase in four years at 8.7%. You couple that with last year's COLA increase was 5.9%. So those were two, these are two years in a row now that the uh, cost of living adjustment for Social Security has been well above the average. The average since 2000 is only 2.3%. And actually, there's been three years since 2008, the 2008 uh, recession, where there's been no uh, cost of living adjustments for Social Security. So that equates to about $145 on average a month increase for the average Social Security recipient, um, which is a good thing. But mm-hmm. is it is it covering the cost of, of what the increase has been for, for seniors and those that are retired and people that are on Social Security? I would certainly say not. So... Uh, you know, uh, certainly if, if somebody is primary source of income is Social Security and retirement, that can be uh, problematic with what we see going on with inflation now. You know, we, we obviously need to have some supplementary income beyond that. Right. Um, but, you know, prior to 1975, uh, there was no coal adjustment. You know, that was voted into Congress in 1972, and since 75, they've had this adjustment. Um, but, you know, that, that's one of the things that we look at when we talk with people about retirement, like when to take social security, you know, how to best supplement your social security, how to, how to, um, keep your social security from being taxed or or making it tax favorable because, you know, we talked about a lot about on the show, how income, other income that people have creates tax on social security. You know, so those are the kind of things that we, um, you know, help people walk through and navigate in their retirement years. And one other quick note, Johnny, is Mm -hmm. that, uh, for the first time in, in over a decade, uh, the Medicare uh, Part B premiums are actually decreasing by 3%. So a lot of times when we see these Social Security increases, a lot of that gets gobbled up by the Medicare Part B premium going up. Yeah. So 
somebody was getting an extra hundred dollars a month in Social Security, well, thirty, forty dollars of that might get chewed up by the Medicare Part B premium increase. So Medicare uh, Part B premiums again actually are decreasing by three percent. So that's a very positive thing right. uh, for seniors uh, and the Social Security benefit. Yeah, it's certainly a, a good sign when you see that going down and the other one going up. I like seeing that. Um, but, Tom, if people are maybe in retirement and they're looking at Social Security or maybe they're they're thinking about retirement, like you said, a lot of this stuff is things you need to factor in uh, to, to your financial decisions. So uh, how can they chat with you? Because what I like about you is that you, you're able to look at both sides of the coin and understand, like you said, taxes and then also the, the financial planning side. So if people want to have some conversations with you about some of that stuff, how do they get a hold of you, Tom? Well, they can uh, call our office, obviously, and, and call and ask for me or set an appointment. And our phone number is 269-429-1585. We're located at 715 uh, Columbia Avenue in St. Joseph, Michigan. Obviously, St. Joseph, Michigan. You can visit <laughs> us on the web at austinfinancial.u. And one last commentary, Johnny, is mm -hmm. what we see what happened in 2008 when yeah. we had the big stock market meltdown. And I don't equate to what's going on now from back in 2008, but there is a lot of concern out there for people of where this market is going. And when people see 20, 25, 30% losses in their retirement accounts, there's a big concern, especially if you're moving into retirement or thinking about retirement. As we saw in 2008, a lot of people had to rethink that. So we're helping mm -hmm. people walk through that now to see what that looks like for people that are certainly looking at retiring or people that have recently moved into retirement. Absolutely. Well, Tom Austin is an investment advisor representative with Capital Asset Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Opinion is expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of Capital Asset Advisory Services, LLC. Topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Listeners always encouraged to discuss their specific needs with the appropriate professional. And we certainly hope that professional is Tom Austin. Thanks, Tom Austin. Thanks, Johnny. Have a great day.